0: Hello and welcome to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast. This is the weekend edition, <laughs> is what we're going to call it. That we're going to do. Three fifty. Yes, we're going to be doing this uh, because there's a lot of books out, and we want to cover some of the smaller books uh, as well. Now this week it's going to be a little different because yeah. we did yeah, we we decided this past episode to do a lot of number ones, and they weren't really that great. Uh, you know, they were okay, uh, yeah. but because of that. We ended up skipping four of the big books of the weekend and and books that we have continued to cover. So we decided we're going to start this weekend one. But yeah. yeah, this is a little switcheroo. Usually we will do the bigger books on a Wednesday night and then we'll come back on the weekend for the smaller ones, maybe even cover some that we
1: normally wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, We'll see. Maybe the lapsed ones will peek back at. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm saying. Something like that. Something that me and you can catch up, kind of go. And we're going to also do things a little bit different, but first I'll tell you, you can find us on Twitter at WS Marvel comics, but I'm also going to give out an email address and to change things up. We want this weekend show to be a little bit different than the other show. So we're actually going to take some email Something that we may uh, yell about later. We may uh, get upset that we do that. But yes, here is the email address. It's very easy if you are familiar with the other DC Comics podcast email, because it's pretty much the same. But this is Weird Science Marvel Comics at gmail.com. So it's pretty easy. Again, Weird Science Marvel Comics at gmail.com. And what I like about the having these two shows and having the weekend one is you can listen to the Wednesday show get mad at us and then email and yell (laughs) at us on the the weekend. weekend, So the weekend can be where you yell at us, things like that. But also, we're going to do a little bit of news for this other extra show. And so I'm going to start that off with the news of the week, starting with Conan coming to the Marvel Universe (laughs) big time. (laughs) Marvel Comics wasn't going to let this chance go by. Now that they've reacquired the license, the classic barbarian character Conan, they're bringing him to the Marvel Universe during the Avengers No Road Home storyline starting in March by Al Ewing, Mark Wade, and Jim Zub with art by Sean Azaxi. And Paco Medina. And I, I think this is nonsense. I, yeah, I, really I do too. Don't, yeah, I, I I,
1: When I found it right away earlier in the week, I just responded to you with two words like, this is dumb.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, Three why words. do this? You're bringing Conan back. Just keep him by himself
1: for a while. Yeah. Keep him in his whole deal. But yeah, they want to kind of push that. That's way more appealing to me than... Uh, yeah. You know, bringing him over and dealing with Iron Man. Yeah. I say, you
0: yeah. Know? No, I, I'm looking forward to the Conan books. I'm not looking forward to this. And I'll tell you, I'm not really looking forward to Avengers No Road Home either. Yeah. Uh, I, You know, we'll be talking about an Al Ewing book tonight. We'll be talking about a Mark Wade book tonight. Jim Zob, I can't stand. Yeah. Uh, he treated me like a jerk online, so sure. I will never sure like thing, him. Yeah. Al Ewing has blocked us. So I, I shouldn't like no either.
1: For, we think for somebody we follow, possibly. Yeah, yeah,
0: and Mark White, I, I just don't really like in general, which happens to go uh, hand in hand with the Doctor Strange book as well. But yeah, those three are really uh, not my favorite guys. Uh, so <laughs> I'm not going to say that I am excited to read that. And I have made, I actually made a uh, pretty much a commitment in my mind to never read or cover a Jim Zub book again in my life, (laughs) and I I might have to stick with that. It's
1: good. He's only what? What's he doing right now? He he does Champions. was his big one,
0: but he was also doing uh, a bunch of things non-Marvel as well uh, that I have just stayed away from. He does the D&D books, uh, I believe, at IDW, uh, recently uh, co-writing the Rick and Morty slash Dungeons and Dragons book, I think it was. I, that, I was doing that. That's in my wheelhouse. I'm out.
1: I'm not going to, I'm yeah. not dealing with them. He was a jerk yeah. to me. I mean, a real I, jerk. I like to peek at that Rick and Morty book sometimes, too. yeah, because you know you don't get a whole lot of the show apparently. Anyway. No,
0: no, they they, and they take seven years between <laughs> you know seasons, but <laughs> that that book's weird. And uh, recently, and in fact, over at the Patreon, which we don't mention a lot on this, but I'll mention it if you want to support us for this podcast and the DC Comics podcast, and got a lot of other shows, including uh, pop culture stuff. You know, comics that just aren't just DC as well. You can go over to patreon.com slash weird science. And why I'm mentioning it is I have an other review show. And I have a review coming up of the Pickle Rick uh, (laughs) issue. They had a one and done Pickle Rick issue. And and it pretty much is the exact episode of the show. But with odd changes that make really? it worse uh, <laughs> it's it's things.
1: really weird it was
0: really yeah. on but
1: you know what they- I- some of the weirdness to that comic is it, just like the voices are a big appeal yeah. to the show. You yeah. find out when you're it, and reading then you that don't book.
0: have it. Yeah, you yeah. don't have poopy butthole. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you have here, uh, continuing. It all starts when the Scarlet Witch enters the Hyaborian Age and continues when the Avengers take their fight to the Queen of the Night. Reads Marvel's announcement again. We're talking about Conan in Avengers No Road Home, I believe, issue number six. Uh, and it says, and while Conan and the Avengers will fight together, the question remains. Whose side is Conan really on? The story starts in Avengers No Road Home Number Six, so I well, was indeed right.
1: Guess and say he's not on the Avengers side at first, and then ultimately, and then will be be on the yeah. Avengers side. Yeah.
0: It's it just seems weird, and yeah, with the timing of it, it's like okay, let's get going. Oh, you're what? How many issues have you got? Well, we're done five so far. We got those in the can. We're we're figuring out. Oh well, number six, you should add Conan in because we just got the license. <laughs> hey, it just seems weird. The Next uh, deal and the second and uh, last story is Unstoppable Wasp number four pushed back four weeks. Marvel Comics Unstoppable Wasp number four has been pushed back four weeks to a new January thirtieth, two thousand nineteen release date. The fourth issue by creator uh, Jeremy Whitley and Guru was originally solicited for January second. And why I even put this here and mention it is. These are the type of books that we'll probably be featuring on the weekends. like Double Wasp and things like that. I like the two issues I read. I was kind of into it with Agent of Girl. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Girl. Yeah. Girl, along with this, number five has also been pushed back going from February 6th to February 20th, and the publisher gave no reason for these changes, which they often don't. They just kind of change it. It's probably art deal. Guru, roo, roo, probably had some issues with the art, or maybe they had to change something with the issue itself, but we'll never know, and we'll have to wait for that. But yeah, I enjoyed the first two issues. It's it's a cute little. I like the art you know, team on deal. the book. Yeah, you know, yeah like, I love the art.
1: Isn't that just one of those that went, mini? No, not mini. Oh, yep. mini. Yeah,
0: they announced okay. it. And when people, uh, you know, oh, man, you know, on Stubble Watch, that didn't work before. And they said, well, it's just a mini. And then, somebody, oh, man, you know, you you just want it to be a mini? now because, oh, it's an ongoing. And then it went back to a <laughs> mini. <them. laughs> it just keeps going back. It's like Winter Soldier. Same thing yeah. happened with that. A bunch of these end up. We had Century, which I don't know if they've ever actually fully said that that is over. Because no, we had I like ongoing, then it was going to be ma- it mainly was ongoing with Jeff Lemire just doing the first five. And now it's just kind of sitting there. I Picking
1: have a out. feeling a pretty cool like ending that happened. Yeah. And we'd like to see some yeah, more. Just I,
0: I have a feeling we are not going to see that for a while. A long we do, time. Even in yep. the, yeah. Yeah. The ending was almost like the end of the Matrix when uh, Neo just flies off. Yeah. And yeah, then it's just out there for whoever well, wants to get involved. But we're going to start with. The books that we're going to talk about tonight. We have four books. They're pretty much the bigger books that came out this week, and the fresh start stuff. Starting with, uh, usually we have ended with Uncanny X Men. Yeah, I just want to get it over with. Get it me. done with. Let's yeah, get it done <laughs> with because we're going to start with that. You go with that, Brandon.
1: All right. Well, you know, forgive me if this makes little sense. My blurbs here because these are, well, you know, what I was writing, and I, I was passing in and out of consciousness while yes. doing some of these. So. <laughs> uh uncanny x-men number four written by matthew rosenberg kelly thompson and ed brisson art by pepe lerez uh or pepe perez yep uh and rochelle rosenberg uncanny x-men resumes its weekly mess of a story and while there's nothing wrong with using politics religious or racial undertones to tell a story it can't be all the story is about or the sole reason it exists even worse when the story you're telling seemingly drifts between all these aforementioned issues without focusing on any single one of them with any weight. It plays out like an eye-rolling after-school special, uh, if they still do those. now I don't even know if they do. <laughs> I don't, I don't think they do. <laughs> There's too much Dr. Phil on it. Yeah, nobody has cable anymore. Ew, no. Hopefully the flagship X-Men title eventually moves past all this and does something interesting one of these weeks, but I'm quickly losing all hope.
0: Yeah, the the problem with this is Uncanny X Men comes back. We're at issue, you know, Part Four. Obviously, it's it's four. We have it weekly, very weekly, as we joke before. But with this whole book, to me, number one, it's not fun. No. Number two, it just the way that, and maybe it's because it's a weekly series, and you know, they're kind of sp- it just doesn't feel big. It doesn't no. feel like a grand
1: return of a book that it should feel like. And i just, I think it's I, a lot to do with the characters they're featuring, too. Yeah. Like, you know, these are some some of the core X-Men, but a lot of the characters that end up getting featured in every issue, you just, I don't at least care about, you know, they don't interest me in any way. And I feel like we've had this, the same conversation in this book for four issues now between the two different teams.
0: Yep. And they have the team separated. They have these new guys and girls uh, and they're not featuring them either at points. I think they're not featuring them enough. So I can't get a grasp of who and what they are, but then this issue They're a little too much because they're, you know, whining and complaining uh, to the point where I hate them. I I actually, (laughs) these new characters... And, and you even have, you have like Glob there, who's supposed to oh. be, you know, how can you hate him? But by the end, I'm just like, I don't care for him either. Yeah. You know, well, and, and and even like that he's... second
1: team of the young kids don't even all agree on what they know. That, that's what I'm saying. And so even the other, action.
0: you have Kitty Pride, who we get a glimpse of again, finally, in this issue, but yeah. she's captured. You see, so you don't get her. Uh, what's Bishop been doing? He, you know, all <laughs> these others are just in the back. Got a dinosaur's leg off. Yeah. Leg. yeah. And, and so, So with that, I just am not having fun. Then you have, you know, Nate Gray, the X-Man, who's pretty much Jesus. With and twist. He's here. Yeah, I yeah. was just going to say, Nate Gray is Jesus with a twist. Yeah, yeah. So you have this going on. You do go and you do see Apocalypse. You do see Kitty. And, you know, that kind of gets a little bit exciting. But this whole idea of, you know, Magneto and Angel, where y- you start off and the X Men look to be dead, which yeah. you know right away that, yeah. that it's some sort of mind control. They're you, pros you at that.
1: avoiding death in this blown up yeah. mansion. They've done it a thousand times. Yeah.
0: So they they go they trick them and one of the big things is is like hey did you see angel he didn't even blink an eye and they yeah. do show him specifically like he calls us home and they fly off well,
1: and- I, here here's some of my problem because i know enough about the x-men to know this is angel every time there's you know the four horsemen of the apocalypse turns into archangel so this yeah. is basically just a play off that and yeah. Something they've seen before. So I don't know why they're just totally shocked. And and
0: what's funny is I don't have the X-Men background you have. So seeing that and that being played out to you is kind of old hat. You're like, oh, here we go again. You know, there's Angel. But to me, it's somewhat new and it's not that exciting. You know, (laughs) it's just there. I'm like, oh, come on. I just I I don't know what I want specifically from this book, but I do know that I want it some fun. Yeah. And this, and I'll tell you, fun. these characters.
1: I think the intent and design of them is supposed to be fun. I don't even think that's fun. No. Like bearded Magneto and, and Omega R- uh, Red looks like just a monstrosity. Yeah, yeah. Like and an you know what's land, you know what's
0: man. weird about old Magneto is it just reminds me exactly of the Multiple Man uh, series, the mini series where we had old man Doctor Strange. Yeah, where he looks just like him. So we just came off of that, but with the story, you have that whole thing with uh you know jamie madrox which is that's pushed aside a little until the end of this issue you have this bickering with the new uh, you know the new recruit there's just too much going on and none yeah. of it's whether to involve legion or not huh. and, they are legions you know. there and that's the big thing where legion is warning him about all this stuff that's happening he's gone completely insane here and uh, the new recruits are like you know what i I think that these X-Men who have gone through everything possible, they can't be right. Yeah. I mean, it's so ridiculous as you're reading it. Now, it may turn out in the end that Legion does end up helping them and the new recruits are right, but only because that's the twist that they're going to kind of shove at yeah. us. And
1: like, and, really, and that's what even the new recruits are split about. They're split within their yeah. own group about and they, what it but about. But these new Legion recruits, the, the the
0: nerve – that they have to think <laughs> that that the X-Men, uh, you know, they have gone through so many things with this. And, yeah. you know, Legion's trying to warn them. And, in fact, the whole concept is the X-Men uh, was created by Legion during the apocalypse. Like, there's that whole, it's starting to get a little convoluted yeah. for me being a new reader. I can follow it. But, again, it's just. Yeah, he,
1: he's come from some timeline that yeah. Legion created that, that was supposed to be, like, dead and, and not exist anymore, but he snuck through to now, and he's trying to stop all this media yeah. nonsense yeah. and war. And and so
0: you have where X-Men is kind of he's Jesus. He is yeah. Jesus. and basically, like, I mean, listen, the
1: cover is Jesus. Uh, and then and then even to the
0: point where he's, like, he ends up using his, you know, I mean, he is a mega-level power. It's even spelled out here, where he ends up being able to pretty much mine, you know, telekinesis to everybody on the planet. And they even say, you know, even the professor couldn't do that but yeah. he's doing this and basically says listen in seven days the world's gonna it's it's so much I'm story, like, yeah. all right so and what he wants to do is end up being like okay we're gonna fix things mother earth needs to be helped you know hey y- you guys go over there omega red and blob you go and and shut down these oil rigs and things like that and you're getting the idea of like what is justice? What's, you know, it's just crazy. You also have the Meg there, the giant shark jumps out. And even even that where they're throwing people off of this oil rig and they're going to, you know, blow it up and, and get rid of it. And this giant shark jumps out of the water to eat them. And it's not fun. No,
1: it's just like what? What is going on? Well, I, I can't tell. Does this shark actually eat anybody? Because like, I've there's a guy it. in
0: its it mouth. Like he's got at least two. Yeah, <laughs> one looks like chopped in half, and one is in the mouth. But then they come and freeze them, and you know, and and even this just
1: is also, like, you know, like, like a meg, right? A megalodon. That's that they what they I, it's the meg. Yeah. It
0: is the meg. So yeah. it just I, my eyes rolled so much then so you have that x23 wants to stab it well and that's what i was going to say the dialogue and and where i'm really where this is losing me the uh, most really i said about not having fun but also i'm just not getting any concept that they really care about these characters you have x23 the one big the character i know the most in this and every yeah. issue you enjoy the most i'm going to stab that <laughs> no just a little and and whoever we said we were trying to figure out who wrote each issue whatever i don't care anymore
1: feel it's like just it's been not forever fun. since that book came out like yeah, that's yeah you know. i think
0: that's next week too so we'll okay. have that yeah but i like that's my favorite character it's one of my top 3 marvel characters and all she is in this book i want to stab it can I stab it? And it just goes on from there. And yeah. everybody's, you know, you have, you know, uh, be, hey, uh, you know, uh, I'm, I'm going to send you back to the Ice Age.
1: Oh man, that's awful. Oh, workshop. I swear t- we used that joke last issue. which yeah. means somebody new is writing this issue, and they, yeah. they, and they talk thought about it the jokes. Yeah, yeah, they didn't it, talk about the jokes they were going to write. It, it's not, it's not good.
0: And no. so while this is going on, like we said, the new recruits are back at the mansion. they they're fighting over. Whether or not to let Legion go, you know that you know that's going to cause trouble. And then Glob goes to talk to Jamie Madrox, finds him in the bar, and this is like the weirdest ending. Uh, I I didn't.
1: I thought I was missing pages.
0: I'm telling you, he just goes there and he says, "Hey, I knew I'd find you there." It's kind of you know. Hey, Jamie's kind of lush there, and he's drinking. And basically, it's this: We need your help. No, come on, we need your help. No, we really need your help. Okay. Yeah, it just continued. Like, yeah, oh, OK, if you put it like that. No, come on, Jamie. Fine. But if I die, it's on you. I'm like, yeah. really? And really? And basically his saying? big thing as is Legion. Uh, he doesn't want to get anything involved with Legion after what Legion has done to him, you know, possessing his mind and then creating all of these duplicates and things like that. So, it, you know, he has a reason to want to get out but before, I mean, he showed up yelling and screaming about, you know, Kitty Pride and things like that. They still haven't found her. You would think that he still want to be involved in at least finding her, even if the future that he was trying to check, whatever. But yeah. it's just, please, no, please, no, come on, okay. And then <laughs> ends. And so you have just this issue. It, it's the worst one, I yeah, think, that I we've had. I thought so, too. I and didn't it,
1: like it at all. It
0: seems like it's really veering off to – Not really being anything I want to read, which is a shame because it comes out weekly. I know. And so I, 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 when we had this, you know, and, and we have to talk about it on the podcast. So obviously when it's coming out, it's weekly. I'm like, Oh, here we go. Weekly books and me they never
1: match up they They never do well for me Unless, ironically I enjoy them
0: I mean we had some fun at the DC with the Batman and Robin Eternal you get Bane skipping to my Lou and things like that but the problem being is a lot of times these and, and with three writers as well you start getting a little inconsistencies between the writers. You said like Iceman, maybe that was Bobby's. You know, line there might have been a reused one, but I don't know. Also, if you start getting storylines like the bickering of the the newer recruits, you get stuck with them every week for a while. Things drag out, and it really is. This should be. Uh, th- this should be a home run. This book yeah. coming out, it should be just, it, just get. Especially since you're doing this weekly deal to get to what will be the ongoing. Just have some fun for a little, uh, but yet it is pretty much the greatest hits that aren't so great here of the X Men, which continued this issue. So, and, and I agree with you as well. The art isn't the greatest either. No, I mean, and so that's it, that's really not even it. saving it. Uh, but yeah, what did you give it?
1: I gave it a four. Um, yeah. I'm, with you. I, you
0: know, like I said, I'm going to go story... four point five. I'm going to be positive.
1: Yeah. <laughs> story wise and art wise, th- there wasn't much I took out of it. Really no. having fun with, and and there there's not much reason for me to continue it. Like I feel like now we're going to get back into multiple man who's who's kind of dominated a lot of the story already yeah. anyway. Yeah. So so we're just going back to some more of that. Um, you know, not something I really look forward to after reading that mini series, yeah. which. You know how it ended? Wasn't yeah, great. yeah, we weren't very big on the ending. We were <laughs> so, big at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. I, I just feel like they're doing the uncanny name wrong after it being stagnant for so long, and then bringing it back with kind of just like a ho hum story, and and with with a lot of callbacks. It seems like they're trying to do that, or either missing the mark. For me personally, I don't know how real X Men fans feel about them, but the uh, people
0: who are reviewing it, whole, whole on it it's not getting. Or- it's not yeah. getting great reviews. Okay. So, yeah, Evan, you know, but, up but again, does that, that doesn't mean that the people revealing it are big X Men fans. Right. Uh, my problem is, I think they're going with this whole idea. It's a weekly book. And I think that they're falling into the trap thinking that since it comes out every week, you have to have 17 storylines. You yeah. don't. They, you, know. you don't have to do that. Just treat it like a regular deal and tell you know one coherent story that really means something. Just because characters show up, uh, you know, just because Nate Gray shows up and he's Jesus doesn't mean that that's going to wow us. I need no. something more than that, and I, yeah. I'm really, I wish that we could have just had fun and get to know the new recruits and things like that, and also get have people like me who don't even know all of the regular. X Men and and show me stuff with that and really the one character that I wanted besides I said Laura is my favorite but that the one I wanted out of this uh, was Kitty Pride. and, yep. and she's, tied she's, table, yeah. she's tied to a chair. Been off the table, yeah, to a chair, and they does tell her like, "Oh, you'll we'll have your you know voice will be heard before long." I'm like, "Oh god." Please, I, I just wanted something more than this. It's just not hitting with me. Uh, we're going to go to the next book, though. That's a book that hasn't been hitting with us, and I'll tell you, you'll be shocked maybe to hear that I think this is one of the better issues of this series. It's Doctor Strange, by the way. Uh, but also the way it falls into it, it's nonsense. So yeah. they're there. really, it's the weirdest thing of being probably the better issue of the nine that we've read now, but yet because not getting anything before this is kind of
1: probably because it's for the most pucky. part a one shot issue until the yeah. epilogue
0: yeah so it's dr strange number nine written by mark wade art by jesus Sayez. this is not the worst issue of dr strange we have gotten since fresh start started and it may even be the best but i was still upset after reading it since we really have gotten little from the series as a whole it all seems like a stall to get to legacy issue 400 next month but I have little faith that Mark Wade will make that worth reading either. And, yeah, that we have been wanting something to happen in this book. And, yeah, he was in space until he wasn't. Yep. And he, he had a quick. duplicate until he, until he didn't. didn't. I mean, yeah. really, the, the stuff in space – just nonsense. It it really was. He Even
1: in the intro in the beginning now, it's all glanced over with in one sentence. Yeah, and and
0: while while we've been reading this, and yeah, if you're a fan of this series, you probably disagree, but the book just doesn't seem to have any focus. You had this idea of going into space, which in my mind, all that was was to find that infinity stone, that one little part, and then try to build something around and make it seem like something because – It all of a sudden he didn't have magic. Was going in the space to find it, and then all of a sudden he had magic. Yep. And and, I mean, really, a lot of it left and right. A lot of the stuff must have happened off panel because I didn't see it. (laughs) And, And yeah, then he comes back to Earth and Casey. Uh, this girl that he accidentally left behind, taking a memory out. It wasn't really his fault, but she ends up becoming the duplicate Doctor Strange involved with more. It ended up the by the end, fine with meaning it nothing. It, it really just everything was like, OK, that was weird. So yeah. we go into this and I, I didn't know if we were going to start, you know, a new deal. We did have a kind of a cliffhanger that I thought there was going to be a big just a, a guy in a
1: top hat and a a shadow is always yeah
0: yeah so i thought oh this is gonna be good but this issue feels like more of something that you would get in an annual
1: yeah uh, a one-shot deal
0: and so this is kind of like a cool down issue before we get to 400 i guess next month but you don't need a cooldown in a series that hasn't started up. Yeah. It's like me telling you, you know, you haven't driven your car in two days, but you better lay off it.
1: Well, you can, you can sum up the first eight issues of the series in the two sentences they give you before this storyline starts, yeah. where it says yeah. Stephen Strange has returned from his ventures across the galaxy, but the most fearsome threats are always close to home. Like that's yeah. the, the eight issues we've read so yep, far. Yep,
0: That's eight issues. So, <laughs> and and again, as a one-shot, if you haven't read Doctor Strange and you really, really want to get an issue, this is actually okay because yeah, this bad. goes even back in time. And it just – it's pretty much the history of Bleecker Street and, and why Doctor Strange will protect it with his life. That's all it is, As basically – there is a... From
1: anybody. Demons here yeah, yeah. regular people, people?
0: Yeah, they want to gentrify the neighborhood at first. They're, they're going to end up coming and, you know, they want to buy up the neighborhood and change it and, you know, Steven doesn't want to do it. And you're led to believe through this whole thing. While you see through the years, all the time, he saved people on the street. There's been times where, you know, these bad guys were moving in to tough arm people to sell <laughs> and set fire to the laundry uh, Stephen went in and saved the guy you have where he babysits and, yep. and the little. I'm telling yep. you, the, the funny thing about this is you are trying to play with the idea that these neighbors aren't quite aware that he is Dr. Strange. But right away, you don't think those kids are going to be telling their grandmother, yeah. I was going to unicorn. I <laughs> was we...
1: riding a unicorn puppy that flew me around his house. Yeah,
0: and I had blocks and I was using some magic to go. So it ends up being, and in a funny way that I thought Mark Wade could have even made a lot more funny, is the idea that they're having this whole deal and and they end up where these guys who want to buy Pretty much it goes down to Stephen Strange's house After a while, just that End up releasing St- Stephen Strange's Doctor Strange He's in the neighborhood Uh Satanism, and, and you get protesters And things like that, so they have a meeting And they're like, yeah, you know what This is the village, you know I, I, And the the best is like I, I saw the Hulk leaving Europe housewives. I know you're Dr. Strange. He's like, that's yeah. not even the weirdest thing I've seen. Right. And, and so it's funny. You know, you get this idea that this community loves him because he protects them. They protect he protects them. Uh, you even have the one lady's like, I don't know, maybe we should listen to these tabloid reporters. But even so, it's a nice thing to show. And what ends up happening by the end is this guy reveals himself to be this big demon. They do want the house. They want, you know, Stephen Strange's house, which he then says, listen, I don't want to not say, you know, I'm not selling it because of the secrets in the house. That has yeah. nothing the to do with it. Come with me anyway. Yeah, He says the house can be anywhere. They're on the moon at that point. And yeah. he says, why I'm not doing it is because I love the people of the neighborhood. I love the neighborhood, so it's a nice wraparound deal. Again, like an annual, because now we're almost done,
1: and yeah. all it does is kills to- the bad guy. We'll never see him again. Yeah, he's on. That's a cool ending, though. I did like yeah. how we got rid of him.
0: Oh yeah, he ended up taking the house to the moon, opening the door and shoving him out. Yeah, <laughs> I even cool. like the point where he's there and he meets up with this big corporation that wants to buy, and he's like, you know what? You've been strong arming me. You've been, you know, throwing the stuff that I'm a Satanist in the paper. I my lawyer has something to say (laughs) and walks this huge demon with a briefcase and they're like, (laughs) okay. and then they have the name. He's like, you're going to put next day in the paper. You're going to put that you were lying. And they, they did that. But that leads to. This main guy, like we said, showing up and ends up turning into a demon himself. He attacks and just says, I want all the secrets that you have. He's like, the, the house, I could just move the house. They move to the moon. He kicks him out. The guy can't breathe and he leaves. But then it ends with an epilogue again, which is the only thing you really need to read to go to the next issue. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it, two it's, pages. it's, it's the master shows up, said there's trouble and basically calls Stephen master. There, there you are, go. The one. Yeah, yeah. The, the ancient, ancient one calls him master. And says, There's something coming down. It's terrible. I need your guidance, master. And say, Oh, no. <laughs> and then, yeah, you have next uh, Doctor Strange number See, I don't know
1: if this is the guy that came to his house, though, the other day. Do you think it was? Yeah, I think it was. I, it? I
0: I think, oh, no, no. You mean the guy, the, the bad with the guy? Top or? Hat or, or the, oh, guy with I, the top hat at the
1: end with the show. Yeah, I don't
0: think it is. I think that top hat thing where we may find out that was just the guy, maybe, that was trying yeah. to buy the house. <laughs> (laughs) Uh We were all excited about, or maybe it'll just go to, because it does start out 10 years in the past. So maybe that'll start out the issue 400, which will be our, our issue number 10. Uh, It's just odd. And, and this is what's happening in this uh, is I'm getting the idea that Mark Wade doing this book is kind of like there's been some stuff that at the DC end of things, I what comes to mind would be the Batman Beyond book, mm-hmm. where you get through a lot of nonsense to end with a cliffhanger that seems interesting, and then you repeat that the next issue. You keep yep. going to get to what seems to be the most interesting part is the last two pages where, it's, oh, the guy with the top head, oh, my, and then we never get to it. Then in this here we have the ancient one calling Stephen Master. And then we'll go, and so hopefully something starts giving in this because I want to like this book. Sure. I, I want to like Doctor Strange. And like I said, this one is the better issue, but because of what we've got before it, it just seems weird to have a one-shot like this up until the end. But I'm still going to give it a 6.5. Uh, I like the art a lot, so I could even go as high as a 7. It's just the where it's positioned in this series kind of brings me down. But what would you give it?
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm i a little higher than you, but I'm not at a 7. I'm at a six eight. Okay. Um, you know, I, I like the art in this issue a lot, but, I, you know, the art's never really been a problem no. in this series. Uh, the series. The one-shot story was, you know, it was entertaining enough. You know, yeah. I got a few chuckles out of it and the demons look cool. You know, I can say that for sure. Yep. Uh, but you know, other than that, yeah, you need the last three pages to, to go forward in yep. this title. So I can't Don't quite see. nudge it up to that seven score. I'm with you, but we're gonna go to your quick books of the week. Which are those? Yeah, we're gonna catch up on the Spider geddon tie-ins. I haven't uh, Seems mentioned like anything so long about... ago since we've talked anything Spider geddon This week, all that came out was like uh, Spider-Man Guide. Yeah, with yeah, it was every the you know Spider. I looked character. through it.
0: Did you look through it at oh, all? Oh, I didn't. I yeah, didn't. I looked through it and it's, you know, it filled me in on a couple of characters at least. So. Yeah,
1: I, I didn't mind that. But yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't buy those. Those are kind of throwback to past times. Now Wikipedia exists, it's not really needed, you know. Yeah. But uh Spider-Girls 2 will start things off with that's written by Jody Hauser, art by Andreas Genilet, Jim Charapamlidis. God help me with that last name. Fiona yes. Farrell uh spider girls has been a worthy tie-in so far for the most part at least after the first issue and compared to some of its counterparts however this effort seems to suffer a bit from a lack of story this issue where not much is done other than introduce a few inheritors into the mix for a little tension ultimately things wrap up when this universe is harry osborne turns into a giant spider himself possibly because of annie but we don't go much further than that uh tune in next issue See if Annie can crack the mystery of these scrolls. Until, till then, uh, there was some decent art this issue, but it can basically be safely skipped, and you can grab the final one and jump into the final wow. issue of Spider Gwen from there. Uh, borrow basically for me. Yep, I would agree. Um, yeah, and then the second one is Spider Gwen: Ghost Spider Two. Uh, Seanan McGuire is writer, art of Rosie Campy and Ian Harry. And a real bummer of an issue. Gwen comes off as Mostly unlikable character, as does this universe's Peter Parker, when they sort of blackmail each other into helping, uh, each other out. See, this Stacy, this Gwen Stacy of this universe is better known as the Green Goblin, and she's the only one that can get our Gwen back to Spider Geddon. Yeah. So why does everyone need to be a jerk in order for this to happen? Uh, they're, they're all jerks.
0: <laughs> I, I, I read this. It's quote. the worst issue. At one point, uh, we, I was even thinking we were going to put this uh, as a main book. Like, you know, we wanted to do the, the yeah. smaller book. So this would be, oh, my. This they, they, Peter, yeah. I just wanted to smack. Yeah, I'm right like, Glenn, please
1: punch him in the face. Oh, he wasn't being so much annoyed. better, even though he was a jerk, too.
0: No, yeah. Oh, my God. They, so. They're not likable.
1: Yeah, Henry. So it, at least it gets you <laughs>
0: wanting to get the heck out of that world yeah. because they are just not likable at yeah. all. Like, fix
1: it on your own and get away yeah. from this, dude. Oh, uh, goodness. The, the art suffers a lot this issue as well with most of the characters looking like little people instead of actually teenaged kids. Hard forget get yeah. on this title uh, with the hopes of a possible improvement after Spider-Geddon ends. Yeah.
0: Yeah, oh, I, I read this and I just, <laughs> I was gritting my teeth as I like, why are <laughs> read
1: such like-? There was so much dialogue for just like nothing yeah. being accomplished.
0: Uh, it, it, it was The it same was argument, tough. the entire yeah. issue. Yeah, it was tough. Uh, are we ready for my quick picks then? Is that your Deadpool. quick pick? Is this yeah, a mine- down
1: issue of Deadpool? Or no, or
0: mine is Deadpool down? number seven, Scotty Young writing an art by Nick Klein and it is a Christmas issue and, and when you see it, you can see right away it's Santa and Deadpool on the cover. Basically, you could kind of come up with the idea of what the story would be. A bunch of kids are mad that Santa kind of ditched them uh, and pooling their money together to hire Deadpool to go to the North Pole and kill Santa. He goes. He has to fight (laughs) past uh, Mrs. Claus. Ends up seeing that Santa is pretty anorexic. He hasn't eaten in a while because one of the elves has gotten a little too big for his britches. He ended up being kind of the labor union leader of the elves went a little over the top, ended up kind of outsourcing everything for himself (laughs) to make money. So you have all that with Deadpool. He's an Amazon, huh? Yeah. 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 Pretty much. Deadpool goes off to get him and, you know, does Deadpool things ends up saving Christmas. And then at the end ends up jumping on Santa's sleigh and starts throwing presents out and wrecking cars and things like that. (laughs) He's just throwing presents out. And again, this is a one shot type deal for the holiday season. And it's it's not bad. I yeah, mean, okay, it's good. not bad. And I think that Deadpool's kind of been this type of book anyway. It, yeah. You know, when it, when I have liked it the most are these one-shot stories. You don't have to have an ongoing story on a Deadpool book. It works so just having either. these things. And especially, Small arcs if you do. Yeah, yeah, and especially for, you know, it's the holiday season. It, it, it lends itself to do that. I thought that this was pretty good. Uh, if you have wanted to get a Deadpool book, uh, I would say buy it. I mean, it's at least good for a borrow to see if you like it. But the problem with this is, every time I read Deadpool, it never makes me think that okay, got to get the next issue. It yeah. just go into it and enjoy, you know, what you're getting at that specific time, yeah, and, and then go with a it.
1: Laugh, it might help you out. Yeah, yeah.
0: Now I have another. Quick pick that isn't a—it's not a Marvel book, but uh-huh. I, I don't know if you know about it. It's an IDW book, oh, it's Marvel the Spider-Man, one? Marvel Action Spider-Man number yeah. one, and I just want to bring it up quick, just because around the holidays and things like that, if you do have some younger kids in the house. Uh, or you just want to get a, a pretty fun enough Spider-Man book, it's not in continuity. It's more along the lines of the movie coming out. Because is this it the is...
1: Tom Taylor one or no? No, this is Delilah Dawson. This is okay. a book that
0: basically has Miles, Gwen, and Peter all together in it without telling an origin, really. They're just kind of there. It, the whole wraparound story is that they are going to – tried to get an internship with Tony Stark. So you have Peter Parker, Miles Morales, Gwen Stacy are there to interview Tony, and then they have these rabid dogs that kick out. And basically you see Peter jump into being Spider-Man. He goes around. Miles ends up not in the, you know, my you know, not in his Spider-Man outfit yet, but he will be. Even the cover has, you know, Gwen and uh, Miles in their Spidey outfits and then uh, what's it called? Spider-Man going. So it, it kind of lends itself that if you watch the go to see the new movie uh, and maybe just want to have somebody in your family, younger kids or whatever, want to read. It's an all ages book. Uh, can go and read just and have some fun with the characters. It's not in continuity, like I said, It it, it might throw some people off yeah. because, like I said, right away, they go into this. You know into this internship thing Trying to get this interview And like okay well here's where we're going to sort Yeah everybody is an Iron Man fan You sit there and and of course everybody wants To sit there because they're there to interview Tony Stark they're kissing butt And like if you're a Captain America fan You sit there and if you're a Spider-Man fan You sit there, and, of course, that's where Peter, Miles, and Gwen sit. And then they kind of get – and at one point, uh, Miles disappears. He goes invisible, and Peter's confused of what what happened, things like that. So it's just a fun little deal. And I I see the reviews. The reviews are very mixed. I read it, and I had a good time with it. Uh, Once you know what's going on, and kind of go, that's why I think that it's it's almost a good thing that it's an IDW book and not a Marvel book because you can kind of go and go, okay, it's an IDW. It doesn't have to follow the right. thing. It's just this Marvel action. They're going to have a continuation of this. They have a bunch of other books, a Black Panther one, an Avengers one. I actually thought it was good. For the first one that came out, I was actually pretty into it. Uh, But, yeah, it, for a Christmas gift, if if one of your youngins wants a Spider-Man book and you don't think that they would, you know, dig what's going on in the main thing, that that's yeah, a little too mature, a little mature, yeah, mm-hmm. then this is something you can grab. And I think that some people would have fun with it. But we're going to get back to the regular books and get back to it by going to, I believe I'm going here, Venom, Venom. right? Venom's the yeah. next one. All Venom right.
1: number nine, Uh, written by Donny Cates, art by Ryan Stegman, J.P. Mayer. Frank Martin and VCs Clayton Cowles. Venom has done some interesting things since all the symbiote God Null stuff has come to a conclusion, but also kind of meandered a bit. This issue seems like a bit of, bit more of that uh, than the explosive start we kicked this title off with. Yeah, yeah, I've never disliked any issue, but I'm also not a patient fella, so slowing things down for so long doesn't always work for me. Anyway, Eddie ventures back to San Francisco here. With a a sidekick, quote-unquote, to visit his old pops, things happen again, and by the end, bada-bing, bada-boom, let's do a hit. Bada-bing, bada-boom. But who's asking?
0: (laughs) it's, It's so funny. A lot of people were asking me, oh, have you read Venom? Have you read Venom? Because there's a lot of narration. There's a lot of just talking. And the weird thing about this issue is probably about a quarter to a halfway through, I was not really enjoying it. I, I really I wasn't. Like, uh, like you said, I thought it was a little down.
1: I, I th- felt like it was just something we did already. And- yeah.
0: By the end, though, how it ended, and I'm talking maybe the last, you know, four or five pages, I was in then. So I, I did like it. But I, I do like the idea that he goes, he's heading home. We knew that he was. And it does take a long while for him to get home yeah. for him Andy's to get
1: the as a dog, as a dog. And a leash it I, seemed I, very weird i felt like i missed an issue yeah
0: it felt very weird the way he was doing that but then you also you get a background of eddie where you know he was involved in an accident that caused his family to go bankrupt you have all these things with it his sister died and that's a good setup because he gets to his father and his father is just a lunatic yelling mm-hmm. now again He did show up in the series, end up showing up where Venom kind of just took him there. And then he and it caused some problems. So he's like, you get out of here, you know, and and then the big thing, the big turning point is him saying, like, you know, I know you're upset about, you know, my sister. And he's like, what are you talking about? You don't have a sister. I never had a daughter. And you're like, what is going on? And that's where you start to get the idea. This is not his father. And, And he goes into the house. The symbiote goes nuts. And we've already been told this is where. I, I didn't mind the dog a bit, but the thing was the symbiote really was kind of brain dead. And yeah. I, I didn't even know, like, See, I weird I seeing him idea, as a dog.
1: I got the idea it's his dad, but he never had a sister, and this is an implanted memory by the symbiote. Yeah, but I'm the saying the,
0: the weird thing about it is, is just at the end when his, I guess, brother, because he does come down yeah, yelling, brother. you know, yeah. Dad, what happened? Dad, what happened? And that's where Eddie's like, you just said, dad, I got to get out of here. And he gets out. But at the end, his brother comes up and says, we have to kill uh, our dad. He, yeah. You know, it's its about our dad. We need to kill him. He looks think- all
1: beat up like he whooped his butt.
0: Yeah, I, I actually think that maybe the dad is the one who's being controlled by something and something's going wrong with that. I, I wonder if Donny Cates would switch it around that that whole thing with the sister was an implanted. Memory would be a little, you know, that's pretty dark. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, in this, you know, you have some, you know, classic art where the symbiote ends up being a, a kind of like a door with teeth at one point. It, yeah, that know, but it's just, there's not much
1: to it. We're pretty yeah. much done talking about it. Well, he didn't give Stegman, I'm glad Stegman's back, but he didn't get a whole lot to do in no. this issue. Other than, no. you know, draw the symbiote dog, which doesn't yeah, do the much symbiote sticks to the doorway. And, and then, then
0: basically then, a haunted house type deal yeah. with people running around and falling. And yeah, and even at the point I did like the kind of combo deal and kind of shows where he runs out in front of a car. Eddie runs up because he's like, I got to get out of here when he sees the kid again, which shocked him the last time he was there. Yep. And he goes to run out and he's like, oh, no. And the car pretty much it looks like somebody's dead because of him. And he's just like, boy, this is just not good. <laughs> I, the, my father was right. Everywhere yeah, I go, nurse. there is misery and death. I got to get out of here. Uh, but yeah, he kind of goes, he's laying there in an alleyway and that's when this brother of his comes up. And also, I mean, I guess he could have broken his arm when all this went down, but I don't see where he could have broken that arm. And he shows up with his arm in a sling as if the father has beaten the living yeah, crap that's out of him. His eye is closed, all that. That doesn't look like it happened because I, you know, I'm going back and looking a- as what happened with it. The kid kind of stayed
1: free and clear. Yeah, everything. No, it's not from Eddie. I think the the dad beat no. Yeah, I think the dad beat the crap yeah, out of him. Crap crap him as well. Daddy, I just yeah.
0: don't think that the dad's on the up and up, especially with that whole idea of not knowing he had a sister. I think he's or the there.
1: makers come to visit him and, and no. you now instructed him to stay the hell away from him. Yeah, or, yeah. You
0: know. I, I, I get the idea. Maybe this was to and and the kid looks a lot like the young Eddie as well. So it, it yeah, yeah. I don't know what's going on. So we'll have to see. It intrigues me at the end. I love Ryan Stegman's art, but like you said, there's not much to go with here. Uh, But what he gets, he does well. He he does well all the time. He's one of the best artists out there, especially the beginning. Uh, The beginning where you have a lot of the narration, but that black and dark background uh, when they're on the bus, that, that looks great. Yeah. And, and then he kind of I don't know, it kind of seems like a little of it not as good as what we've gotten from Ryan. Well, it's I just still great. Gets bored. <laughs> yeah, I think so. It's Maybe still great. It. But it's just, you know, this is a book that we usually go through and, and we're floored every panel. Uh, so I'm going to give this a seven. I still it's one of my favorite books that we do. Uh, it's just, this is kind of like a Low issue. down issue. We're oh, going to have yeah. to see what's going to, uh, what would you give it?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm under you. I'm going to go a six. I really, okay. you know, I really like the art, but the story didn't do much for me at all. Uh, kind of, you know, we saw the results of the same thing happening last time. Eddie was at his dad's house, just yeah. with not the twist at the end with his brother coming back to him, uh, in the end. So, you know, that, that does intrigue me. I want to see what they do. Um, yeah but yeah not not much else in the issue other than that yeah
0: yeah i i'm with you uh the next one and the last one that we're going to talk about tonight is uh probably the best issue of yeah, the week I like the um i i do like it and it is immortal hulk and it's immortal hulk number 10 i gotta get my notes now i i went off my notes trying to find something but well, immortal
1: hulk number written 10 by, by al ewing, you know. ewing art <laughs> by
0: joe bennett immortal hulk continues to be consistent and we finally get more of the green door which leads everyone to hell i'm still a little foggy on the details of the series <laughs> uh, but <laughs> it's weird i'm enjoying it and maybe it's just because now i'm like I the The nighttime is his time deal, uh, I can kind of just kind of, you know, okay, whatever. And it got a little more confusing in that Best Defense issue this week. It did. Um, But yeah, this is a good horror comic. There are things in this comic that are just ghastly. I know. <laughs> the absorbing man. Well, is, Skinny Hulk is oh disgusting. Oh, my God. Skinny Hulk too. is awful. His pants are saggy pants. You know, I'm not trying to going.
1: criticize anybody here, but I can't look at pictures of anorexic people. No, I'm, I'm, kind I'm, kind telling like, I'm you, like,
0: gross. The, the Skinny Hulk on. is the worst. But yeah. yeah, while this is going on, the absorbing man is quote, somewhere else. It seems like he's already kind of in hell. Uh, But his body, which I I still don't know how, is still surviving. I think it's surviving the drugs they gave him, like, going
1: off and Instinct, and the weird like thing is that, that animal that, twitching kind of yeah
0: yeah uh, the weird thing about this is is you then have saying
1: the, oh sorry
0: yeah yeah this whole <laughs> thing yeah you are sorry and uh, you have the whole thing with Shadow Base which is there to kill Hulk stop them whatever because they have that sniper which is the guy that we saw before. I actually didn't realize until later that his hand had turned into a sniper rifle either. until they said they later had to say about it his hand. Too. Yeah, but and they said it later. Not very clear, I guess. And later, later panel, like three pages everything. later, he says, "Break cover, and you'll lose your effectiveness. Probably that gun arm of yours too." I'm like, "Gun arm?
1: Yeah."
0: <laughs> <I was laughs> like, oh
1: yeah, I'm it's nice to stuff. me.
0: Yeah, so we—it's the same guy who made that gun before that we were confused, but yeah, while Shadow Base is watching this and wants to take the shot, and this guy, uh, over and over, I got the shot. I want to take it. No, yeah. not yet. Yeah, and it's just Hulk pretty much ripping spines out (laughs) of the Absorbing Man, ripping, you know, guts, hitting him with it. At one point, ends up using his his ball and chain. Yeah, Yeah, his ball and chain is a skull and his spine. And he's just doing that, and you have this guy. I can do it. Hulk's fighting back, but I I can take the shot. I got a clear shot. Negative. And And then Legowski
1: makes the worst business decision ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: They they (laughs) do what they do. They have Gamma Force is coming down then. And they're going to try to, you know, save Hulk. He ends up just going nuts, grabbing their their ship that comes down and just crashes it. And all heck is breaking loose. I yeah. mean, you really have it. So then this guy with his gun arm has cyanide uh, point, hollow point bullets. Where does he shoots. put those? That's I just- don't know. I, I guess maybe he eats them and then just pours <laughs> them in. They are his teeth. But yeah, he shoots the Hulk in the face, right in the eye. And then Hulk pretty much just flips out. That's when, eye, you know. Yeah, that's when he grabs the ship. Uh, Langowski's in big trouble. You have a lot of stuff going on. They shoot Hulk in the stomach. Uh, while this is there, the whole deal is is that the observing man's body now, which is a half of a, a head on each side, saying sorry guts coming out starts running no spine or skull no nothing just starts running and then hulk realizes why he is running to the point where exactly the hulk ended up becoming the hulk which yeah, we the knew they were at spot. the base yeah. already he's going to the exact base spot so basically it's and and i still i can't say i understand it i, no, don't, I either. don't i don't get the he's going to there he to the absorb door right here, though. It. he does open the door but i don't understand how the Hulk realizes that's what's going on. And he says he absorbed. Obviously, you see, you know, Hulk. And the best part is they do go with the art pretty well. Joe Bennett's art that Hulk has lost all of his stuff. So he has flappy skin. Yeah, it's it's like when, when it's a like big a guy lost 400 and, pounds. And, oh, it's yeah. the worst. I've worked with a guy who was 600 pounds. He actually got down at one point to like 220 and then ended up getting it all back, which seems to be so impossible. Strange. But uh, yeah, when he lost it, boy, he had a lot of a lot of flappy skin going on, <laughs> and that's I'm looking at. It, oh man, yeah, that guy died of a heart attack, you know, surprisingly. But yeah, when 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 Leng- when Lengowski's down there, they're all down the the uh, what's her name is there, the reporter. Uh, they had her come down. You know, they're all there. And the absorbing man runs off and he's going towards the spot where Creel is going off to where the exact spot was where the Hulk became at. And that's where he realizes he's heading toward the bomb site, the Gamma Bomb site, Banner's Bomb, first time ever. This is all Hulk is kind of saying this as he has bullet holes all through him. And really, the most, the worst panel to me of uh, Hulk is when he goes, Oh, the green door, I know what he wants. And he's just there. Uh, he he looks horrendous yeah he looks so bad uh so he looks like a little dwarf. Is what he looks like. The, and he, uh, The
1: second last page is horrific too. Yeah, his face on that second last page. Yeah. I'm like get away from me. Yeah, really. <laughs>
0: he's just going. So he's going there, and he's like, "We we got to stop him. You got to stop him." And nobody, they they won't let him go, and he can't yeah. go. Where, you,
1: you get the idea? Shadow Base wants Creel to open this. Yeah, uh, I, I guess so.
0: I I think that what they wanted to do, obviously, was and and through this, you have this. You know, uh, can I take the shot? Can he take the shot? And at one point, I actually thought they were talking about shooting Creel just because that was like their experiment gone wrong. Yeah, but I, yeah that I, think that, I, I think that Hulk figured it out, that what they wanted, Creel was supposed to absorb all the gamma from the Hulk. I don't think that they knew that the Hulk's father was absorbed into the Hulk. So that's yeah. a little bit, you know, the there. Twist, yeah. Uh, yeah, a little twist. But he's getting all that then to go to the biggest spot of gamma. That there's ever been, and somehow absorbing all of that would then open up the green door to hell. I don't yeah. know what how one plus it one just sends
1: two. everyone around
0: there as well. Yeah, and that's what happens. It actually just the green door explodes, and then pretty much everyone involved in the story is now in hell it seems you have even gun hand Uh, you know he's trying because they have it and jackie the reporter who it's so funny to get her there yeah was just there. She they're like hey you want to come with us why would i come with you i can't
1: can't tell an independent story if i go yeah yeah and they're like no no just come
0: and they go and yeah you have all these guys there so you have shadow based guys you have the hulk you have Gamma, you know, Gamma flight there. And uh, so that's crazy because they are what Hulk says, you know, we're where we've always been, where everybody's always been. We're in hell. And it just looks like to me that possibly they're playing off of that. You know, this hell is just an opposite version of what's going I mean, there's a lot of skyscrapers. It looks like an apocalypse. So I don't know if we're necessarily in hell or are we in a hellish version of what the earth could have been? I I think that we're more in hell, but it just seems weird yeah. that you have broken down buildings and things, and things. Yeah,
1: it's a weird concept. I agree. Uh, yeah. I'm interested in it, though. I, you know, uh, we've been waiting. The books, yeah, I, I, I guess it's kind of won me over in the end. Yeah, it has won um, me over. Yeah. And I, and I yeah. actually kind of look forward to it more than I don't when it, when it pops up. Like, I save it for last because I know I'll at least find something I like.
0: I said. It's consistent. And, you know, it's uh, some people think it's a 10 out of 10. I don't think it's that high, but I'm enjoying it. And uh, I I will tell you that I think I'm enjoying it more when we don't have any banner. I I like the Hulk. And even when he's getting shot, even when he's anorexic, I like the issues more with Hulk than without him. And, you know, I like that when we have Hulk. We're not worrying about the night times, his time, and things like that. I I really don't need that. Uh, That is the least interesting, though I still want to know what that means. But to me, it's the least interesting part of this. And I actually thought by now they were going to have a thing where when he got absorbed, that would kind of absorb the whole deal and Banner would kind of be on the side for now. But I would give this an 8.5. I I really enjoyed it. That's easily my book of the week. Uh, What would you give it?
1: I'm gonna give it an eight, uh, sir. I'm getting <laughs> harassed over here. Yes, apples and water. Oh, no and, apples! And my list keeps growing as uh, yes, as it goes. I'll, I'll be well, upstairs shortly. Tell okay. her we are almost done. What would you give it? Yes, a good. I will be right upstairs. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> hey, I would give it an eight. I really, I really liked yeah, yeah. it. Um, the art is gross, uh, but in a it good is. way. Yeah. Uh, you know, the the horror vibe is, is working for me in this Hulk so far. And even though I'm blocked on Twitter, I don't hold it that much against
0: it. No, I mean. I, I'm blocked by it as uh, well, but that was more for me arguing with
1: him. It's just a decently written book that I yeah. can look forward to enjoy. You know, it, it's not super deep and there's a few answers I still would like, but it, I can take what I'm getting
0: for now. Yeah. Okay, and that's the end of the podcast. My book of the week, and obviously yours is Immortal Hulk
1: number 10, so yep. we're, we're both I think in... even out of both of them, uh, in, I don't think we did anything over an 8 in the, in the Wednesday one that yeah, I can yeah. remember Yeah, so either. yeah, this is definitely the
0: best book that came out this week. Venom's good too, but yeah, Immortal Hulk number 10 is the best. I have a, a list of some of the things that are coming out next week that we'll talk about on one or the other podcast. We're going to have to decide that. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man number 11, comes out avengers number 11 black panther number seven i uh, if they if i can get three issues in a row that i enjoy and i'm including last one i'll say i enjoyed it enough yeah that's if we fine. get three then maybe we will feature that this is the thing this is almost the the weekend could be the podcast where things can try to make their way back to yeah. the main one on wednesday so <laughs> if anything it'll show up on the weekend first Maybe Black Panther can make its way back I don't know that We have Fantastic Four Wedding Special number one Comes out We have Miles Morales Spider-Man number one We have the Spider Force and Spider Girls number three each and Spider Gwen Ghost Spider number three. Yes, we have that. Uh, Other things like Best Defense Doctor Strange number one comes out. We have the Black Order number two. I believe that the Best Defense Silver Surfer comes out as well. Yeah, I think so. That's not listed there. We have the Black Order number two that comes out. Did you read number one at all? No, I didn't. I didn't either. I didn't read it. So that's one of the ones that maybe that'll make it uh, to this unstoppable loss number three. Typhoid fever, Iron Fist one. I'm just going down the list here. Uncanny X-Men number five, X23 number seven. That you wondered uh, when that was coming out. So we have a bunch of stuff. So we'll be doing some of those on Wednesday, probably the bigger books, obviously, and then we'll have a couple of the others on the weekend. Uh, but that's it. That's the end of the podcast. Again, if you want to email us and talk to us about stuff, you can email us at Comics at gmail.com. I started that up, and I will wait with bated breath for emails, and we'll read. And just to let everybody know that if you hadn't been listening to our DC podcast, we will read any and every mail. So if you hate us, you certainly can email and tell us, and it will be you on the phone. Still podcast. get on. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I do not like to censor stuff like that. In fact, I have a lot of fun when people – but if you're going to badmouth anybody, badmouth Brandon. Not yeah. me, because
1: yeah. then I might They're get from us. Buffalo. We, we yeah. badmouth each yeah. other. There
0: you go. You so know. that is it. Thank you, everyone, and we'll see you on Wednesday.